Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within, and I know it's been a while since I've done one of these recordings. I decided that I wanted to catch up with you and have a chat with you about superannuation, in particular self-managed super. Now, what concerns me greatly is that there's a large percentage of Australians that live day to day. This is frightening when you look at the statistics. Australians generally overlook the importance of their super in future wealth, particularly until they get to the age of somewhere around 50, 55. Prior to that, had people put a bit more effort into their superannuation, the compounding effect would have been able to, to work really for you and build up your superannuation to a sizable sum so that you'd be feeling comfortable going into retirement. Prior to the GFC, and think about how high the market was at the time, and a lot of people were investing in the share market, in Australian shares and international shares as part of their self-managed super fund. Now, the statistics are that prior to the GFC, around 47% of people who were going to retire or approaching retirement thought they'd have sufficient funds in retirement to be able to settle down and not be dependent on the pension. However, since the GFC, that changed dramatically and we saw a number of people who were just continuing to work even into their late 60s, not because they really wanted to, but because they were wanting their nest egg to build up higher before they went into retirement. Another point to think about too is that the timing of your investments can be critical. Obviously, the GFC pointed out that to a lot of people who had been thinking that the market was going to go up forever. But it's like that saying, what goes up must come down. And that's very true when it comes to the share market. The share market has to take breathers and pull back in order to create future growth. Once you understand how that works and the timing of it, things can be so much simpler. Now, you might remember the graphs that they were putting out in the financial industry prior to the GFC. And these graphs actually showed an investment over a long period of time, and it's usually a straight line. That <laughs> We know that it never works that way. Showing on average your investments will grow um, 7 to 10% per annum over any 10-year period. Now, the problem with that thinking is that it really depends on the timing of when you enter um, your particular investment or you know, maybe you're putting a bigger contribution into your super, the timing of that could be really, really important. Because if you look at the market, especially if you were having your investment in superannuation had a significant sum in the share market. Over the history of the share market, if you look back in separate 10-year periods, and you might start back in the 80s looking forward and look at each year going forward, see how much the market grew, you can find that it varies quite dramatically, as you can imagine. Now, following the GFC, what we saw come out were graphs that then showed each year how the market could perform. So it could be up one year by 20%, down by 5% the next, etc. That gave a clearer picture to investors about what was actually really going on. But prior to that, the general mantra or the, the belief by investors was that if they left their funds in there for 7 to 10 years, they'd come out with a nice sizable sum at the end and according to this 10% per annum. We know that's not the case now. What I'd like to do here is open your eyes a little bit to what you can do with superannuation. Now, 
I've been looking at this for myself because I'm getting to a stage of my life where I'm moving past the point of being too concerned about um, government control because it, you know previously I was thinking that the government will just continue to change the rules and they may do. However, the tax benefits in superannuation where you've actually you know built up significant nest eggs and you've got then you're looking at well what else can I do? The question is, though, how do you do it? A lot of people are, you know, might be sitting there and we know that some of us are going to be people who, um, you know, take a knee-jerk reaction to things. So when the GFC hit, perhaps you decided that you wanted to get out of managed funds altogether and jump straight into self-managed super funds. And we, we saw that a massive exodus from managed funds occurred and something like around, eight, I think, 38% of all, of all super fund money is actually in self-managed super funds now and the industry say that that it's still growing even today so the question is well what type of control do you want to have are you happy just leaving your money in a managed fund or is it that you want to take more control and have a bit of flexibility in terms of the way that you invest and you that's a question that you really can only answer for yourself personally well I'm getting to a stage of my life and looking at uh, my superannuation and I'm seeing an opportunity now to start really looking at that side of things. I'm going to um, set up an interview with a gentleman by the name of Colin Owens. Now, he's a responsible manager for our direct equity managed account service that we run at Wealth Within. He's got a wealth of knowledge on superannuation and so I'm going to ask him a few questions in the next interview to to perhaps answer some of your questions and things that may have been holding you back because if you, you're not the type of person that ha, has a knee-jerk reaction to things perhaps you're one of those and dare I say it one of the procrastinators that sit back and just wait and potentially you know until things get to the point of I'm really uncomfortable when you might do something about it. I want to show you how it's much easier to make that decision for yourself. The other concern that I've got with some people who have set up their self-managed super funds is they've set this up and they're not really sure what to do and how to run it properly. Um, perhaps you've got an auditor who looks after you or an accountant that looks after you. And look, some people take advice from one person and then believe it's gospel and then follow that path rather than looking at what their options are, considering what to do from there. Now, some people look at self-managed super and they think that it's a, a big black hole. It's like anything. When you learn to do something, things become easier. Um, you know, you'll be surprised about what you can do when you actually sit down and talk to people, do a bit of research on the internet and find out the facts. The difference could be between a million dollars and a few hundred thousand in terms of the end result for your wealth in retirement. It's, it can be quite dramatic depending on the types of, in, of investments that you have your money in and also in terms of the way that you set yourself up. I write for a number of women's magazines and also contribute to a number of websites and there are always discussions on this subject. So um, look, if you've been thinking about it and you haven't yet got your head around it, I hope that I can help you work those things out. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within, and I look forward to talking to you next time and, and I'll bring Colin Owens along with me. Bye for now. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.